thank you for joining me today for another exciting episode of Help Me Rhonda with Rhonda Hale and I am Rhonda Hale. I'm so glad you're here. Um, I am recording during the daytime right now, so I don't know if the lighting is different if you're watching me on YouTube. Um, and if you're listening to me on any one of the podcast platforms, I wonder if I sound different. I am not drinking. I am completely, utterly sober. Um, it's not that I'm drunk every time I do a podcast, but I do like my margarita. Anyway, today I have brides coming in soon, like in two hours, and I thought, I want to do a podcast about this bride. He's so cute. Oh my God. She's so cute. Um, yeah. I think there was something else I was going to tell you even before that. Oh, yeah, definitely. I want to tell you this. So I drive a, well, I used to drive a little um, adorable convertible Fiat. It was a perfect little puddle jumper. It's super cute. Um, I saw them in Italy and I was like, I have to have one. So I came back and bought one and it has been a gem of a little car. And, um, I was like bumping along on my way to work here in West Hollywood. And, um, I was going down Laurel Canyon drive, Laurel Canyon road, I guess. I don't know. Uh, anyway, so that road is very twisty and compact and just like packed up together, super, super, super tight. And so you have to be like really patient to take that road and, uh, give yourself a lot of space, whatever. I was, I think it was like noon. It was pretty heavy, but not nearly as bad as rush hour and a car behind me didn't actually, um, she wasn't watching her speed and it's very twisty and windy and so the visibility is really low and she slammed in the back of me oh my god and um i then was like pushed forward like 10 12 feet into the car in front of me so i was a fiat sandwich and i hit a Lexus SUV in the front of me and nothing happened to their car. Um, and the car that hit me was like a 600 series BMW and plow blammy. She, she totaled my car completely. Um, and, um, anyway, I had a really cute Hermes bag. It's the, the, I don't know if it's called a saddle bag, but it's basically a crossbody and it's probably, oh God, I think it's the medium. It's not the small one. That's, uh, it's like the shape of a U kind of, if you're listening, it has the H punch out with the little circle around it. It was Tobin, so cute. Oh my God. 
spoiled myself with that damn purse and I had it wrapped around the arm of the armrest of the passenger seat in my car because in the past I may have had to break unexpectedly and all my fucking contents got strewn about and thrown about onto the floorboard of my car. So I would take the canvas strap and just kind of whoop, whoop, whoop around the armrest there to keep it in place. And I had one of my, my business cell phone was on the hands-free suction cup holder on the window in front of me. And the personal cell phone, my own cell phone, was inside of my bag. And when the girl hit me, the impact was so hard that my whole purse was pushed, like slung forward so hard that it actually ripped the leather where it's sewn together on one side of the straps. And I'm like, holy fuck, are you fucking kidding me? I mean, this is like a $4,000 purse and I'm supposed to be casual about it because it's really casual looking, but it's Hermes. And so when I made my claim, it wasn't my fault, obviously, the accident wasn't my fault, but Triple A, who was the carrier of the person who hit me, um, they wouldn't cover the cost of my damaged purse to get it fixed or replaced or anything. And their response, I like hit the fucking roof and I was like, are you kidding me? And I explained to them completely. As a matter of fact, it hit so hard and the impact was so bad when it ripped my, when my purse flew forward with all the shit inside of it, the weight of it, ripped off the top of the armrest on the car. So it actually damaged the armrest, which shows the impact was so bad, it threw my purse across. And they said, no, uh, that's a very expensive purse. And we we have, four ladies in here who work in the claims department and they their opinion is that if you have a purse that expensive that it should certainly be made better than that and not tear even now even now i i can't even find the words to how do you respond to that level of ignorance ah! so ignorant so stupid uh no i'm not buying a hammer okay i'm not buying a drill that would be something that if you spend a lot of money on it maybe it's heavier or stronger but even some pieces of equipment are more delicate than ones you spend if you buy nice things expensive high-end brand things oftentimes they're more delicate and I tried to explain that to him he goes well it was leather I go well it tore it ripped the handle off so I went online to Amazon and I bought some stupid little patch and I'm hoping that it holds it. I still haven't even used my purse again since then. I like put the patch on the inside so that it would like glue to the inside of the purse and not look ugly on the outside. 
because I really don't want to take it to some cobbler and have them blah, 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 do zigzags and stuff all over it. I don't have the receipt. Um, I'm not going to go into Hermes. It's absolutely embarrassing. Anyway, I hope it holds, but that happened. So back to my super cute bride. Um, I saw her on a Saturday. Ordinarily, I do not see brides on Saturdays because in this building on Saturday and Sunday, my air conditioning is only on until like noon, I think. And I don't want to subject my brides to, you know, temperatures that are uncomfortable when they're trying on a big wedding dress. But this precious girl, just her schedule is a little wacky. And I uh, said, sure, no problem. And and I let her, you know, come on a Saturday. I had been, I don't know if I've told you this before, but my dad has passed away, Jack Hale. And I loved my daddy. He loved me. He still loves me and I still love him. And you may or may not have listened to any of my other podcasts where I tell you that, and I kind of come out of the closet and tell you I am psychic. And I'm, I don't know if that's the right word. All I know is I see dead people. <laughs> um, and he'll come and hang out with me. And a lot of times, and my grandmother will too, actually. But if I am perplexed and I don't know what to do or I need assistance, I need advice on a um, decision, I'll meditate and then I will talk to my dad and I'll say, Daddy, what should could you give me, give me a sign? And for me and my dad, um, I, I will have either one of two things show up if it's a yes or it's a go ahead. And it'll happen within, usually within minutes. And, um, it's either the Dallas Cowboys, um, their star, go Cowboys. Or, because that was his favorite team, so it's my favorite team. I don't need any comments on the Cowboys, okay? Because I got nothing but love for my Cowboys. And um, it will be, um, or it will be a Maserati. Like, literally, I will be on the road sometimes talking to my dad and saying, let me know, show me a sign if let me know, you know, let me see something that lets me know if I should go ahead and do this. And within seconds, a Maserati will like and pull right in front of me. Or I'll look in my rearview mirror and there's a Maserati. Something will happen. Or a car will pull in front of me with a Dallas Cowboys sticker on it. So I had just been in my office. I was meditating and I was thinking about this particular thing. And I said, okay, dad, um, send me a sign. And I was like, oh crap, it's 12 o'clock. My bride's here. I walked down the front of the building to go collect her because on Saturdays, uh, the building shut down in the morning part and you can't get through anything without passes. So I walked down through Katana and I walked down the steps and there is Jessica with a Dallas Cowboys t-shirt. I literally got choked up when I saw that and I thought, Okay, Rhonda, control yourself. Don't get emotional. And then I knew my dad was telling me, yes, it'll be whatever it was is a yes. It's a yes. 
because it happened literally within five minutes of me asking him that question, going down the elevator and letting her in and there she was, bada bing, okay? And Jessica walks up the steps and I tell her, oh my God, and I'm such a dork. I was feeling so emotional. I was trying to control myself and I said, I love the Dallas Cowboys. It is so cool that you're wearing that shirt. And um, it was my dad's favorite team and it just always makes me feel like I'm close to my dad when I see the Dallas Cowboys. Um, star. And she goes, that's so sweet. Oh my gosh. I go, yeah, that is super cool. It's, it's so neat. You must be a fan too. She goes, actually I am a fan and um, I'm a cheerleader for the Dallas Cowboys. And I said, wait, what? You're a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. How cool. And um, she's, she was like, yeah, I am. And I'm like, oh my God. I was all hashtag fangirling. And I said, this is so cool. And, and um, so she comes into my office. And God, I hope I don't mess this up, Jessica. If I mess up your love story, just publicly correct me. Like, go on my Instagram uh, help me Rhonda official, by the way, if anybody wants to know. And Rhonda is R-O-N-D-A. And I have spelled it out to people so many times and they'll go, oh, okay, and they'll write down R-H-O-N-D-A. So it's R-O-N-D-A. Anyway, you are com complete permission. Any part of the story I get wrong, I want you to go on there and correct me and say, actually, this happened, Rhonda, okay? So I want to hear the truth, but, or tell the truth accurately. So... Here, she gets in here, I'm talking to her, see her wedding dress, she is just as cute as she can be, absolutely beautiful. And while I'm working with her, oh my God, I forgot to put my ears on. Okay, ears are now on. Wow, what was I thinking? I almost forgot to have my cat ears on today. <laughs> Ooh, that was close. Anyway, uh, so, so I asked her while I'm marking her dress, so tell me your love story. I want to know. Tell me. And she's like, oh my God, it's it's really, I love my love story. It's, it's really special. And I said, okay, well, I want to hear it. So, okay, I hope I get this right. Ugh, no pressure. Um, going by memory. So she said that her and uh, her, all the other cheerleaders were, um, I think they were at either spring training. I don't know. They were somewhere. It, it was probably for spring training, I think. They went somewhere. And they were flying back to Texas. And on uh, while they were waiting to get on the plane, there she was just feeling like, blah, really tired. She said that she ordinarily would never at that time in her life go anywhere without makeup. She would always have something on. And she goes, this time she goes, she just looked like shit. She did not have makeup on. I don't believe she couldn't look like shit if she tried, but she thought she didn't look great. Um, completely no makeup, hair, just whatever, all natural, naturally gorgeous. Anyway, she gets on a line to go into the plane and she and her friend are on this row and there's someone already has the ticket between them. One of them had a window and one of them had a, one of them had an aisle. Uh, I hope I get this right. 
And when she's walking down, she sees this man who is sitting in the seat between them. And she kind of had love at first sight. Like seriously. She looked at him and she's thinking, that is the most beautiful, gorgeous, handsome man I have ever seen in my life. And she, um, what did she do? She, she said that she, she did something she wasn't really proud of. I don't know what she said. She finagled some way and without even like talking to her friend about it because she didn't, she didn't want competition. She didn't want anybody getting between her and this guy. So she tells the guy, oh, hey, you know, um, we can sit together here so you could have more space and not be in the middle. Would you like the aisle? Or I think that's what she ended up doing. And she purposely sat herself right next to him. And in her mind, she's thinking, God, that was really catty. That was just, that was, why would I do that to my friend? That wasn't cool that I did that, but I don't care. I, he's beautiful and I want to sit next to him and I don't want anybody else sitting next to him. And that was so cute. And so her, she's sitting next to him and while she's on the plane, she starts kind of visiting with him and chatting with him. And he's headed back to California, I think, or he's from California and, and they ended up talking and she tells him, yeah, that she's headed to Texas and explains to him that she's, um, a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. And she's thinking, she's kind of feeling a little bit mortified because she has no makeup on and she feels like of all days to skip makeup and hair, I'm sitting next to this man who I just am getting wobbly and weak kneed over and this is how I brought myself today. Great. And um, so on the plane, she's visiting with him and her friend leans over and starts noticing how handsome he is too. And she's like, oh my God, so you're not from Texas? You're from, you should totally come hang out. We should all hang out. And, um, and Jessica's thinking, Ordinarily, that would be cool. It'd be fun, but she wants to hog him all for herself. And uh, so she's like, yeah, she's trying to be friendly, you know, act like blah, blah, blah. And so he's like, wow, yeah, I would love to like grab a drink or whatever. And they exchange phone numbers. All of them do. And oh my God, I think I'm going to mess the story up a little bit. Um, so they get to Texas and... She, I think what she did was she immediately texted him first and started kind of a chat with him. And then when they got to their hotel or wherever they were staying in Texas, she, I think she ended up telling her friend, I think she ended up like, coming clean and saying, you know, I think I really like him. Like started like telling her being honest, you know, and saying, I, I, I think I, I think I actually really like this guy. Like, like I, I really want to get to know him. I, I'm thinking I really, really like there's something there. And her friend was amazing. And she's like, Oh, okay. 
yeah, he's really handsome. Go. That's all you, girl. Go. And her friend didn't even end up showing up when they were supposed to go meet for drinks and beer or pizza and beer or something. I don't know. Jessica went. They ended up like fireworks went off. Like, and they, she just said that they met and it really was. It was love at first sight. I believe in that. And uh, they like had this incredible like soulmate attraction. And she had like, she knew something was different. She knew something was different with this guy. And they continued to stay in touch. They continued to get to know each other and neither one of them had any thoughts of another person. They were just instantly emotionally just joined together. And she told him that she has very strong religious convictions. I believe that she's Christian. And she shared that with him because she wanted that to be uh, very clear from the beginning that whoever she's with, she would be, it would be important to her that they also had strong Christian beliefs. And he was of the same type of uh, spiritual, mental place as she was. And they fell fast and hard in love. And she even told me, oh, I'm going to tell everybody. Um, she said that they're saving themselves for marriage. They recently just literally tied the knot and they decided for this relationship, they weren't virgins or anything. They, they had a normal dating life previously separately, but, um, they both decided to not, um, have sex before their their vows for their wedding and they did that and she said that they it 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 has helped that they um were long distance but that it was very difficult because they're so very very attracted to each other and now i like of course i followed her immediately on instagram and she uh, their pictures are so cute. I really think that's the cutest story. So I had to tell you guys that. I'm sure I got details wrong, but maybe she'll comment and tell me what I got wrong. But the end of the story is that they, that when she felt that pang of attraction, he told her later that he felt exactly the same thing. And I always think that now, of course, there's situations where there's weird stalker business, but it's, I am the kind of person where it's hard for me to, it's hard for me to feel that attraction. I know there's a lot of women who are like, oh my God, he's hot. Oh yeah, he's hot too. I totally date him. Blah, 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 blah. I am not that person. It is like really difficult for me to uh, feel that, that tingly like, that initial whoosh attraction. I, it doesn't happen very often for me. It happens very rare. And I, I don't think it's because I'm picky. I do have high standards. 
Um, but I don't think they're unrealistic standards. It's just that it, that sort of, I believe that's a soulmate calling. I believe that's a soul calling to a soul when you feel that. And it, it doesn't happen all, often. I can count on one hand that, that it's happened to me. Not using all my fingers. Um, but I think those two are in for the long haul. I think that they're definitely destined to get super old together. And they look so cute together. Oh my God. He is very, very handsome. And she is super pretty. So, I mean, come on. What's not to love? So, thank you guys for listening. I hope you like this fun, cute love story. And, um, have a great day.